This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I was in Oppenheimer on Saturday and some guy answered a phone call. Some guy beside it, like literally right beside us, was talking the whole time. Answering a phone call is next level ignorance. Like it's not the worst thing you can do in the world, but like in what society is that okay? When has that ever been all right? It's never been okay. If you've got a phone on vibrate in your pocket, if it rings and you need to take the call, get up and leave the theater. Yeah, it's not complicated. But this guy, he was talking the whole time. Now, Oppenheimer is a little slow, and it was long, and a lot of people were pulling their phones out, I noticed. But uh, to actually pick it up and have a conversation. Do you think was people like, were like uh, reading articles online or surfing Instagram, or were they just checking the time? I think they were checking. Well, I don't know. I saw people like I could literally see somebody t- swiping through Twitter. So they were <laughs> bored and they were, you know, looking for some. That's not cool either. But imagine you called somebody and they go and I could hear the guy. He goes, hey, I'm just in a movie theater right now. If you were the person on the other line, you would say, well, hang up then, you piece of trash. Like, have you ever called I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be part of this, like, uh, inhumane behavior. The movie was good, though. Did you like Oppenheimer? It was one of those movies where it was directed very well. All the acting was amazing. The sound was amazing. But I was bored the whole time. Like, a movie that I know, the quality-wise, I should have enjoyed because... Christopher Nolan's a great director, but it was like three hours long. There was barely any action. The bomb going off was cool, which everybody knows about. It was very well shot. That was very interesting. But even after the bomb goes off, there's like another third of the movie still left to go. And my wife loved it. She loves Christopher Nolan. But for me, I was like, I couldn't get into it. I heard there's sex scenes. There's a, there's a bit of nudity, yeah, there's a couple sex scenes, but Oppenheimer is a bit of a stud, you know, back in the day. So was Albert <laughs> Einstein, apparently, but... <laughs> uh, have you seen him sticking his tongue out? It kind of makes yeah. sense. I just, I, you, could, he, you could feel the crowd was bored, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I don't know, like, Tenet was crazy, and it, it didn't really make much sense, but there was a lot of action, and it was riveting, and I don't know if I enjoyed it, how much I enjoyed that movie, but I was intrigued. This one, I was like, okay... I know it's good. You know what I mean? Like a movie I feel guilty not enjoying, like Citizen Kane or something, where you're like, I know I've been told yeah, this, this is good. a masterpiece. Yes, but I'm falling asleep. But Snorefest. So you may enjoy it. I'd, you know, if you like Christopher Nolan. And I will say one more time, one more thing. I don't think the um, order, they shot the movie in different order. So, you, so you're watching the future, the past, and like all different timelines all happening okay. at the same time of Oppenheimer story. It didn't need to happen. It could have just been, it, it could, the story could have just been told. Chronological to order is what no, you're after. There's a little bit of drama, I guess, revealed when you do it that way, but not enough to make the whole movie out of order. End it with the bomb going off. End it with the when the bomb goes off and then he does a he does a, a speech to all these students like five minutes after and then he has like almost like a post traumatic stress disorders thing going on. That's when the movie should have ended. But it, it, oh man. Anyway, it's it's a fine film, but I did not enjoy it that much. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Cardi B. Someone gave her a drink. Did you see this video, Jim? I did, man. This is another. This is a trend we've been talking about for a while. People chucking stuff at singers on stage. Yeah, fans throwing things at their favorite artists. And this was she didn't throw the the entire drink. Kind of just flung the cup, and all the liquid 
flew all over Cardi B on stage. Yeah, but the empty cup stayed in her hand. Yes, and this was at a, a beach club in Las Vegas. Cardi B was performing, got the drink splashed on her, retaliated by throwing the microphone out of her hands at the person in the crowd. <laughs> like a ninja star. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what happened to the microphone. I don't know. It would be great if you got... Like, if Cardi B threw a microphone at you and you were able to keep the microphone, totally worth it. Unfortunately, yes. Security was all over this lady, though, and, and escorted her out, so I don't know if she got to keep the microphone. I don't know if the microphone even worked in the first place because Cardi B throws the microphone at this lady, and the song that she was performing... yeah continues in the background hmm. full lyrics music lyrics she was not singing in the first place she wait, was wait. lip syncing did the fan catch the mic and start rapping no <laughs> no it's clear uh. like remember back in the day i don't know jim you might even be too young for this where if you paid money to go see a live performance and you found out that the performer wasn't even singing you would freak out. How how do you think Millie Vanilli feels? What, whichever one of them is still alive, yeah, yeah. Millie or Vanilli? I think Vanilli's left. How does Vanilli feel? The difference after seeing this video. They didn't sing on the even on the original tracks. Yeah, but I don't. I think you could get away with that now too, and nobody would care. Could. You probably could. I bet you there's a ton of songs. I feel like I've heard the the Britney Spears song Toxic. A lot of that isn't her actually singing on that, you know. So there are there are things like that. I don't know how, how have we been bamboozled this whole time though. Like, how do we know that in the '90s they weren't singing to a backing track? I feel like it's almost like pro wrestling, where like people have wisened yeah. up a little bit, and you still enjoy it for what it is, but you know that there's always been a little bit of magic. Well, at least you you try to hide it. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't throw your mic you away and throw give up the whole game like a magician into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, showing everybody behind the curtain. Yeah. That, you know, I, I'm not singing at all. Yeah, <laughs> I am just moving my mouth here on stage, and you're paying hundreds of dollars to watch it. Truly, this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Latest, greatest uh, food trend has hit Mississauga. And people were lining up to try and get their hands on these things, Jim. Yeah. Have you ever heard of crumble cookies? Until uh, you asked me that question, no. <laughs> what is a crumble cookie? It's spelt C-R-U-M-B-L. Crumble. crumble cookies. They're big in the States. This kind of reminds me of like the new Krispy Kreme phenomenon that's moving up here. But basically, what makes them different is they have a rotating weekly menu of over 200 inventive flavors like Biscoff Lava, Coconut Lime, Pumpkin Pie, and many more. I don't know what's so great about them, if it's just the variety or the taste, but they have uh, a couple in Canada now, two in Alberta, and for the first time, one in Mississauga, Ontario. So the first one in Ontario just opened up over the weekend. And I saw a video of the lineup, and it is hundreds of people long. It's crazy. In the middle of a, like a Saturday afternoon, like I guess nobody's working, or less people are working on a Saturday, so it makes some more sense, but for... Like this is this is hundreds of people. They're all like they're near a superstore is, plaza. Is this like the uh, 
Remember people were buying the Popeye's chicken sandwiches when they were super popular and they were yes. reselling them? Are people <laughs> buying these crumble cookies and like marking them up and selling them on eBay and you know stuff? What? I could see it because cookies have a little longer shelf life than a chicken sandwich. True. So if you're doing it with a chicken sandwich, for sure. Let's see, crumble cookies. Kajiji. <laughs> I guarantee some entrepreneurs pulled it off. Um but yeah, like I've, I don't think I've ever stood in line for anything like this. Yeah, like, not food. Yeah, not video games. Concert or an iPhone. tickets. Back in the day, I, I I've stood in line for hours to buy concert tickets, you but have? that's that's been a couple decades. Yeah. Now everything's online, right? Yeah, that's just amazing. Like, and even like, I wonder how many cookies you buy. If you wait in line that long, you've got to get fifty cookies. So then it makes the lineup even longer. But they may put a limit. Oh, yeah, you're right, probably. On what each customer can buy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm jealous. I wish there was something I was so passionate about that I would stand in a line for five hours on a Saturday to get my hands on it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Some people just love it. Like, they have to get the new iPhone every time it comes out. Yeah, video games, like sure. you mentioned, a lot. The new Zelda comes line out. Line Eric, our producer, those. he'll get yep. in line. He'll take at, days at four off in the morning, yeah. To get that stuff. Mm-hmm. But for food. <laughs> I mean. What was the other one recently? It was like the, the Korean hot dogs. There was a Korean hot dog place that opened. Hmm. Where they they look good. I haven't had one yet, but when the place first opened in London, Ontario, people were lining up to get these these rice dogs or whatever they are. It's like a deep fried, like a corn dog, but with rice. Corn dog, or yeah, they've got. Like, I don't even really know what they are, but I know people were lining up for like two weeks to get into this place. But I've driven by it recently. Lineup's gone, huh? So the fad might be over, huh? Well, you know, everyone's interested to try it, I yeah. think. And then once you try it, and because true, the novelty it, has to wear off at some point. You can't expect crumble cookies, yeah. to have a five-hour lineup <laughs> every Saturday for the next forty years, yeah. But Krispy Kreme that probably that probably lasted a good five years. Yeah, it used there used to be this like you would walk into a grocery store and there'd be a display or whatever, and you wouldn't be able to walk by them. But now I don't see the displays as much anymore. So it's well, the fads over. People would travel hours to buy like carloads of Krispy Kreme donuts, yeah, yeah, and true. then they'd bring them home and sell them to other people. Uh-huh. Did you find anything Nothing. on Kijiji for crumble cookies? Nothing on Kijiji. Facebook <laughs> <laughs> book marketplace, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. If you've tried a crumble cookie, we want to know what makes them worth standing in line for. Crumble cookies. This is the latest food trend. Uh, The first Ontario location opened up big in the U.S. They got some uh, out west, but the first Ontario store opened in Mississauga over the weekend. People were lining up for hours waiting to get their hands on these cookies. Why? What's the big deal? Brianna. You may have an answer for us. So it's like a, it's a massive fad that started in the States, but now it's huge on TikTok. Uh-huh. So that's why people are standing in line. But essentially, to me, what it tastes like is like those no-frills cookies, the like cheap ones with like the thick frosting on top, but they're like super soft. So you're telling me instead of standing in line for five hours, you could just go to no-frills, save time and money. <laughs> but they don't have the selection of the flavors. Okay. You know what it so is? There's a cookie place in London that's actually um, on Southdale, and it reminds me of crumble cookies. 
truly, though, it's all about that viral marketing thing. All you have to do is convince yeah. people that they're part of something or they'll get some likes or some hits on their TikTok or social media or whatever it is. And that's half the battle, right? Because nobody's going to post a picture yeah. of them getting a cookie from No Frills. But they'll post a picture. Hey, I was one of the lucky ones to get the crumble cookies. It makes everybody jealous. Is that your what, what do you do with it on TikTok? Do you do a dance routine with it, or do you Put just it on your eat head, it? Do tightrope walk? <laughs> no. What they're doing is they're doing like review. So they'll try every flavor, and then they'll do a review. So like a box of crumble cookies is like fifty dollars. It's oh super expensive. God. But they all oh, because there's so many flavors you can do all. It's like uh, those um, jelly bellies, you know, the jelly beans yeah. with like a thousand flavors. Right. So there's like a cookie right now. It's a sugar cookie with sharks on top. Okay. It's, and then they'll <laughs> review about what it tastes like. I don't. I don't You're know. Not I'm not, I, I am not sold at all. It sounds ridiculous. Uh, but more power to you. Again. I wish I was passionate enough about something to stand in line for five hours. I'm not. I I mean, I was when the um, uh, cinnamon bun place, the vegan cinnamon bun place, opened in London. <laughs> of course. I wasted my time doing that. Well, here, here's something for you. You don't have to wait in line, Taz. If you live in the Niagara, Hamilton, St. Catharines area, crumble cookies delivery starting at 35 well, bu- bucks for a box of six. Cookies. Oh my God. Plus a small $5 delivery fee. So you found this on Facebook? There's a secondary market. That's probably someone who stood in line for those two hours that have now bought a whole bunch of boxes and they're doing deliveries. Yeah. Or it's somebody who's just making cookies at home and saying they're crumble sure. cookies. <laughs> How would you know? This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. A real estate agent out in British Columbia was uh, at a client's house. Got a little thirsty. This is during a showing of the the home. Uh, Goes into the fridge, couldn't find any water, so grabs a carton of milk and drinks milk directly out of the carton. Mm. Unbeknownst to the real estate agent, the owners of the home had set up a small camera to monitor what was going on in their house while they weren't there. Mm -hmm. Caught this on video. They confronted the real estate agent (laughs) uh, during the final day of the house's showing and said, do you have anything you want to share with me? And the real estate agent replied, the milk? <laughs> so he, he basically yeah, yeah. got to it. By the way, that's good. if that's the shadiest thing this, the real estate agent could think of on the spot, that makes me feel better about the real estate agent. It's not the worst it's thing not. they could be doing in your house it's if you're not there. It's a faux pas for sure. But it's not cool. It's not cool. It's not cool. Especially you're drinking it directly out of the carton. If you pour yourself a little <laughs> glass of milk, maybe you, you tell the people about it. Say, hey, I hope you don't mind. I got thirsty. I had a little milk. I'm going to buy you a new carton and replace it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're, but if they're constantly cooking up cookies, baking up cookies in these houses, somebody's going to drink some milk. You're asking (laughs) for trouble. Isn't that what they say? Uh, You bake cookies. So when clients, potential buyers walk into a house, it smells like smells like home. Smells like home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was making cookies. Okay. Because I could excuse that. So he got slapped, this real estate agent, his name's Mike Rose, slapped with a $20,000 fine. Wow. 
See, because again, it's I don't want anybody. Penalty. I don't want anybody drinking milk out of the curtain at my home. But it reminds me of something that your friends' kids do, or your kids' friends do. Like you're like, hey, hey get out of the fridge, yeah. there, scallywag. You know, but it's not like twenty thousand dollars. Your kid's friend is not a person you've hired to. I know. I know. Sell your house. A <laughs> uh, number of this guy's clients, once they saw the video, have dropped him as well. They're like, I'm not. Wow. I, I don't want the milk drinker in my. My house while I'm not around. What else is he gonna do? What else is he gonna put his filthy lips on? Yeah, yeah. No, I, again, I don't like it. But uh, yeah, that seems like a steep penalty. It reminds me of that plumber who peed in the mug and then worse. in the kitchen. Much worse. Now that yeah, is that like was a, in Toronto. Yes. And the, the plumber needed to go pee instead of asking to use a bathroom yeah, yeah. or finding a toilet. He urinated in a coffee mug and then dumped it down the sink. Yeah, and then put the mug in the sink. He rinsed it out, of course. <sighs> so, I mean, like, that is disturbing. Way and, worse and, and than awkward behavior. Milk. Yeah, the, be, the, uh, the out of the milk, that's something you get mad at your husband for, straight from the carton. Again, I don't like it, but it, this seems like a, a stiff penalty. If I peed in a mug and dumped it in the sink, my wife may divorce me. <laughs> she would say, what else are you doing, you weirdo? Devin Peacock is our sports guy. He was on vacation last week. We're just bringing him up to speed with what he missed. He mentioned Twitter. I had to correct you, Dev. It's not called Twitter anymore. It's called X. Uh-huh. How embarrassing for you. <laughs> so, uh... What are what are tweets called now? We don't know. Tweets? No, there it's Eeps. it will be Twitter and it will always be tweets. I, I Okay, grandpa. <laughs> well, let's be serious though. Zeets? Eeks? I don't know how to uh... the the logo yeah. on my uh my uh, uh, the for the app on my phone has changed yeah, yeah. over the weekend. It's now X. Elon really likes the, the letter X, huh? Like he named his son X something. He's got no. uh, SpaceX. It is the coolest letter. It's a pretty cool letter. Let's be serious. Of all uh, the letters. Z? Nah, X is cooler, dude. Oh. X marks the spot. That's where the yeah. treasure's Treasure at. Map. Z could be like you can get fancy with the Z, though. Zorro, like, Zorro is pretty cool. cool. But it's yeah. Z in Canada, Mr. <laughs> America. I don't I, I don't subscribe to that Z, Z propaganda. <laughs> I'm a Z man, all right? Yeah. He's a metric system dev or no? Yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> you too cool for that? I'm just saying Zed is stupid. You know, Zed's a stupid way to pronounce a letter. You know what's stupid? <laughs> Changing the name of Twitter to X. Prove us wrong, Elon. Yeah, maybe, we'll see. Maybe 10 years from now we'll be like, well, wow, he sure had a vision. If you're going to change it to X, can you change the colors from light blue? Like, it's, it's still blue. You got blue and, like... I guess it's confusing. It's, it's not good for the uh, consumers. Did they... Have to rush this out? Like, who was calling for this? I, I think Elon just uh, something to do. Had a fever dream. <laughs> yeah. Woke like, up and said, "I think it's called X now, guys." Okay, <laughs> okay. Change the Boss. sign. Change the sign. Uh, Dev. Some sad news. Women's soccer team Canada has been eliminated. Four oh. nil was the uh, score against Australia today. Uh, Not good. Canada needed a win or a draw to secure a spot. Had Canada lost, they needed Ireland to beat Nigeria, and even then, there needed to be you mean some... if Canada had won. Sorry, if no, you know, if Canada had lost, oh, okay. and Ireland beat Nigeria... By a bigger goal differential. By a bigger goal differential, Canada still could have advanced, but 
Neither of those things happened. So they could have lost. They just couldn't have lost by as much as they lost. By. Losing 4-0 is uh, unadvisable. <laughs> <laughs> Australia uh, is the host city. They are one of the favorites, but Canada was up there too, as far as power Australia ranking. Australia is so, a country, by the way. I hate to quit. Sorry, it's the host <laughs> country. <laughs> sorry, Australia, New Zealand are the host countries. Canada's the the reigning gold medalist uh, from the Olympics. You know, like Canada just you know coming yeah. off a high. But you you think throughout the history of all these, you know, if you go to like European competitions and stuff like you know, the Euros to the World Cup, it's very rare where you see one country do well in one tournament and then maintain that in the next tournament. It's, it's difficult. Can we still drink at 8 a.m. even though yes. Canada... Okay, well then who yeah. cares? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're still winning. What team winning. are we cheering for now? Yeah. Ireland's out. So whoever's, Nigeria? Whoever's playing at 7 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> Go Morocco! I think you guys might have a problem. Thanks, Dad. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I'm on Facebook this morning, and you know, they'll, they'll, uh, stuff will just pop up randomly, and this suggestion for me to join a Facebook group called Famous Graves popped up, and I'm like, who do they think I am? Like that Goth? Do they think I, I'm the type of morbid person that wants to peruse celebrities' grave sites? Well, sure enough, I've been checking out tombstones for the past 45 minutes, <laughs> so I guess I guess they know me better than I know myself here. That algorithm, eh? Yeah. There's uh, Joe DiMaggio. Ah, that's pretty nice. Okay. Headstone there. Loretta Lynn, country music superstar. She's got a big... Interesting. Uh, Liberace, wow. Wow, he's got a full statue. Spared no expense on that one. Uh, Leonard Nimoy from Star Trek. Huh. Live long and prosper. Gordon Lightfoot, look at it. There it is. So he is officially dead now? Gordon Lightfoot. Because, yeah, that was recent. I always forget if he's alive because there was a couple. Yeah, yeah, that was a few. Yeah, yeah okay. He's dead. Within, the, within the last year, this he is did. a yeah, new yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, because I was, was confused. I got worried ago, for a there second. There was a rumor <laughs> yeah. that Gordon Lightfoot had died and he didn't. But then a couple uh, months ago, he yes, died. Yes, yes, okay. Remember we played Wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald that morning? I do, I do. I just, I wasn't sure. Humphrey Bogart? See, because I would kind of. You know, if I was a famous person, I'd be tempted, like when I, if, you know, when you're as famous as Liberace, like you'd think you'd want to be in an unmarked grave where only your friends and family would know where you were. Because you really want tourists and fans coming to your, where your body's buried? Yeah. Here's Toto, the dog from the <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Oh, I thought the whole band was down there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the dog. Look at how nice that is. That is so much nicer than anyone is. in my family has ever gotten. Uh, that's kind of the, that's all, that's on par with Liberace's That's headstone. pretty good. <laughs> Way to go, Toto the dog from Wizard of Oz. Nice work. Famous graves. Hmm. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> My new passion. I'm going to kill a lot of time this afternoon. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Finger 11 Paralyzer. It's 8.38 here on a Monday. Taz and Jim, Devin Peacock's still hanging around. Jeez. When's he going on vacation again? <laughs> Over the weekend, uh, my son was playing uh, baseball right next to Jim Kelly's house. Oh. Uh, and, and the parking lot was full, so I parked in Jim's driveway. And I sent you a text, Jim. I said, I'm parking in your driveway. You never responded to me. Yeah, sorry. I was uh, busy, but... Uh, I but mean, What I were you doing? Just hanging out. <laughs> was he home? 
Yeah, his car was in the driveway. I peeked out the window. I said, do not knock on my door. Oh, no. Sarah, pretend we're not here. Duck behind the couch. Get down to the basement. Tess wants me to go see his kid play baseball. Uh, Hide, hide, hide. From what I understand, and I should have thought about this, Jim is a newlywed, right? So, yeah. uh, It's a good thing I didn't knock on the door. Oh, my God. I told you this in confidence, Taz. (laughs) (laughs) He did call. The phone wasn't answered. You're busy, dude. It's Sunday. How distracting is that when Taz texts you and then calls you and you're trying to have some special time with your partner? (laughs) (laughs) Dad, why don't you answer this? How do you feel about it? Uh, hey, uh, I would say the, the way if you wanted to end is you answer the door. <laughs> El, <laughs> El Nudo. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to make sure Taz never interrupts yeah. you. Yeah. All right, I'll park across the street. Holy. El Nudo. Well, just, you know, have like, uh, you know, the, the the front window, you got the butt cheeks just pushed yeah, up. President Hensley, yikes. Yikes. I had my daughter with me. That wouldn't have been good. <laughs> wow. uh, good. Yeah, you know, we were busy, and then I was tired after, and I was like, I'm not doing anything, so sorry. <laughs> You're welcome, though. Well, I uh, thank you for letting me use the driveway, and I apologize for uh, for sending the text message. I thought I was good. It's uh, like Sunday afternoon at 3, you know? Good for it's you. Prime time. <laughs> good for you. It's too hot to do yard work, you know? Skyrockets in flight. <laughs>